this job is typically very quiet. I took the graveyard shift because I have a second job during the day, so I use the majority of my time to catch some Z's and study. I recently went back to college to get a bachelor's in engineering. Nothing about this was supposed to be memorable. I figured I'd be here for two semesters, tops. It's been a little longer than that, but I still think I'll be out of here soon. And after what I experienced tonight, I'm determined to get away. As you might have guessed by now, we don't get very many customers on this stretch of the turnpike. There's a lot of people who prefer to just speed on the main interstate, or truckers that have electronic equipment that lets them go past us without even so much as a horn toot. Most of my shift is spent just making sure everyone obeys traffic laws, collecting a few dollars here and there from the motorists that likely just took a wrong turn. Half the time, I even let them through for free. I mean, come on, it's usually 2am and they're trying to get somewhere. No one wants to be distracted trying to find loose change. I expected the motorists that I met a few hours ago to be the same, nothing out of the ordinary. But something was off from the first vehicle this night. It was a family of four, the dad was driving, and they seemed to be in a hurry to get past. 3.30, sir, I said after he pulled up to my window. He didn't even look me in the eye. The kids were unusually quiet, I thought, but then I shrugged it off. It was late, and they'd probably been traveling for a while. He passed me the exact amount and kept his eyes on the road ahead. Where are you headed? I asked. That seemed to trigger a reaction in the wife. She just blinked, nervously, like I'd violated some sort of secret code. Nowhere we haven't been before, the father said nonchalantly as he kept looking straight ahead. I considered dragging the conversation, but I didn't see any good reason why. Once they were gone, I didn't even look twice. But something about them stuck with me. A few hours later, another car came up to my window. This time, it was three people inside. Now, maybe it was just extremely late, but I swear it seemed like it was the same family. Except this time, one of the children was missing. I bit my lip as I stared at the parents, wondering if I was seeing things. It couldn't be the same people, I told myself. So I didn't bother with small talk and got their pay to let them past. This time though, I did pay attention to a few details. Blue Ford Focus, New Hampshire plates, rear right taillight was out. It was time to take my break, so I wandered over to the rest stop about a mile away and grabbed a candy bar. The Ford was parked and I saw the wife stepping out of the restroom. Evening, I said with the tip of my hat. Just acknowledging her seemed to startle her and she whispered something under her breath as she rushed back to the car. Then they backed up in a rush and zoomed off. I bit into my Snickers and glanced at the bathroom she had just stepped out of. Something told me to go in, but I ignored that little voice and went back to the toll booth. An hour passed and I slipped in and out of consciousness. A horn blared me awake and I snapped my eyes open to see the couple sitting at my window with their fee ready to pass. I was certain this time it was the same people. I had memorized that car, but where were the children? I had an uneasy feeling as I took their money. Is everything alright? I asked them both. They didn't even flinch this time, still focused on the road ahead. I hesitated for a moment, but then let them pass. This had to be my mind playing tricks with me. After all, the turnpike didn't even meet up with the main highway for another good 30 miles. To get back on, and then turn around just to come here again? It would take at least four hours.
Plus, it would be lunacy. No one would waste that much gas going in circles. Still, something told me I should go check out the rest stop. So I used my lunch break to investigate. I saw their Ford was parked there already, but no one was inside the car. Then I saw the husband leaving the restroom, and he seemed surprised to see me there. What are you doing to them? I asked when we met eye to eye. Nothing that hasn't been done before. He answered mysteriously as he got back in the car and drove off. I stepped towards the restroom, nervous to discover what might be inside. But just as I was about to go in, my cell phone chirped. I never get calls from my boss. But then again, I also didn't leave my post so frequently. After getting chewed out, I hurried back to the toll booth. But the restroom stayed on my mind. I was sure the husband would be back. And sure enough, he drove through solo about an hour later. But this time, I didn't take his money. You're not going anywhere until you tell me what you did to your family. I warned him. He was still looking towards the road, the money being offered for my silence. But I refused it. Take me to them, I ordered. He didn't respond, but he parked his car and unlocked his doors. I knew it would likely be dangerous to go, but I just couldn't ignore the opportunity to discover the truth. I turned off my cell and hopped in, watching as we drove to the rest stop. The husband didn't say a word. He just got out and started walking to the restroom before disappearing inside. I waited. Ten minutes passed, and then fifteen. So I got tired of waiting and went to see what was up. I was imagining finding all of the corpses of this picture-perfect family inside, slaughtered by their psycho father. But the restroom was empty. None of them were there. Stranger still, when I got back out, the car was gone. I had to walk back to the toll booth. When I got back, I turned on my phone and found out from my boss that I'm going to lose this job because of my bizarre behaviour. It's nearly the end of my shift and I've gotten this empty feeling in my stomach. Something horrible happened to that family, and I have no idea what, but I think I'm about to find out. I see a shape moving toward me in the mist. It's the Ford. There's no one at the wheel. The car is simply driving itself and stopping at my toll booth. And then the doors unlock. It's telling me to get inside. Get inside and go find out for myself where they went. I suspect it's somewhere I've never been before. But it will be somewhere I will end up anyway. Hey creepy kids, it's Hurricane. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, feel free to let me know in the comments below and press those like and subscribe buttons. If you want to keep up to date with what I'm doing, follow me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Links are in the description. I also have a Discord, and if you'd like access to that and its goodies, consider checking out my Patreon. Well, that's all from me. Take care, and good nightmares.